Sometimes you gotta go back to actually move forward. I don't mean all the way back to dental school. Let's face it, that was an awful experience. But when it's all said and done, you still have questions. That's what Paul and Justin are here for. To answer your questions as your dental business mentors. What's up, everybody? This is Dr. Justin Buller here again from uh, Dental Business Mentor, and I'm here with Paul Etchison. Hello, everybody. So Paul and I have been going back and forth here on a number of great topics, and we got another uh, good one here for you. What are we talking about now? So we know we should be doing it. We know that we, we just don't know how. Someone wrote in, how do you coach your providers on their case presentation? And this person was specifically asking about hygienists, but I think this applies to people that also have associates. So any provider, how do you coach your providers on their case presentation? So I'm just going to flip that back to you, Justin. You've got a lot of providers. What do you do? So it comes down to practice, right? Like you have to be intentional about setting aside time because we all communicate based on like default autopilot settings. We get going on a topic and we just go, 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 go. You know, if you're a dentist doing talking about crowns, you might see some dentists pull out a pen and paper and draw feather margins and butt margins and start getting technical about how, how there's, you know, different types of crown preparations you can do. And, you know, maybe we get into this chatterbox mode, for example, where we're really not even talking about the treatment at all anymore at all. So I think it's super important for us to become what I like to call highly effective communicators. Okay. Mm -hmm. So to become a highly effective communicator, you can't just talk a lot. You have to first learn a process and then follow that process. It's not just about quantity, right? It's about quality of conversation. So I love this simple method of problem consequence, solution, stop talking method of training. So for example, if I'm going to teach a provider how to communicate with a patient about clinical work, I'm not talking about wrapping with them back and forth and connecting. I'm talking about clinical work. Patient's got some cracked teeth. Patient needs a crown. Well, you could go into the cracks and you can talk all about the science behind it. But at the end of the day, it should sound something like this. Intraoral picture in front of the patient. Mr. Jones, you see this tooth right here? They should be able to see the cracks. You see these lines over here? Oh, yeah, I do. It looks like it's cracked there. I mean, patients will become doctor, right? They can see it now. Seeing is believing. We know that. So that's number one. Have an IO camera. If you don't have intro cameras in your operatories, you got to get those. They're huge, huge, huge. They have to be able to show patients a problem. Number two, well, that's a crack in your tooth. And so that's the problem. Cracks spread over time. No different than a crack in your windshield. You get that little rock chip that goes up, down, sideways, and eventually that windshield needs to be replaced. Well, that's the same thing with the crack in your tooth. It's going to progress. It's going to get into the nerve consequence. It's going to cause pain, infection, or potentially tooth loss consequence. What we do in that circumstance is we put a cap or crown on top of the tooth to hold it all together. Stop talking. That is how we present a crown. 80% of the time, patients are going to do it unless it's a major financial concern. Sometimes they'll do multiple. I can tell you that one thing alone has taught our hygienists and our team members to present a crown to a patient in a highly effective way. They do it in two minutes or less. Their acceptance rate goes up. Patients rarely, if ever, have questions because it's simple to understand. What I'm getting at there is you need to develop a system. And that's just one tiny thing that we teach them in terms of presentation. So let me break it down to three components. Number one, teach them how to communicate effectively. Number two, teach them the basics of dental treatment. 
if a patient says, what's a root canal, and they're flustered and they don't know, or they talk in terms that are non-layman's terms, you're going to run into some problems, right? And then three, retrain and retrain and retrain over time based on your training schedule. So that's what I would do. And on, on dentalbusinessmentor.com, we have a great uh, module, the treatment acceptance and clinical presentation module is awesome. It's a lot of what I do. Huge module. I would do that. Like look at something like that and, and figure it out and take the things that work for you and leave the rest. Yeah, I agree with you. Like the whole talking about problems, that's a huge part. And that was like a switch that I made probably like four years ago. I was listening to Chris Bowman talk about staying in the problem. And you have to, you know, the people don't buy the benefits. We're told to sell the benefits. You know, the crown's going to keep your tooth in your mouth so you can chew uh, ham sandwiches for the rest of your life. I don't know. You know, nobody cares about that. They want to avoid pain. So I, I, I totally agree with that. So we have the videos on Dental Business Mentor. There's a huge module on case presentation. Justin's got some videos where he goes through just how to talk about each procedure. I don't even know how many videos we got, but I know I think that's our largest module that we have on there is the case presentation one. So it's a great one to check out. So I would say, how do you train your providers? First, you do that. You do some sort of training. What's been huge for me, and it's become more difficult as my practice has grown and, and become much larger, but it's just listening to people talk, standing outside the room and trying to get outside the room and like hide so they can't see me because I can tell when they know that I'm there because they start to stutter and they get nervous. I don't know why they get so nervous, but they do. But listening to people talk, listening to my providers do a new patient exam and then just like making little notes and saying, hey, let's talk about this a little bit later. But another thing you have to do if you're going to do that is it's just as beneficial for them to listen to you being like this, this senior doc that maybe has more experience or more is a little bit better at communicating because you've been doing it longer or because you've been trained. It's very beneficial for them to listen to you. And I think something that's been beneficial for me, uh, my career has just been asking when I go to like a seminar, say, hey, what would you say to a patient that has a cracked tooth? Just like you went through that, Justin. It's just, it's helpful to hear other people's verbiages. And it's so helpful just to hear how they present that and they make it simple. I love what you said about this, the stop talking, because that's what we call silence chicken at my office, where let's see how long I can look you in the eyes and not say anything and just make you eventually speak out of discomfort. <laughs> I mean, not, not that I want to make him feel comfortable, but I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to wait for your response. And that's a learned skill because it sure is uncomfortable. There's so many good communication courses. And like we mentioned, our, our dental business mentor, I lo really love Chris Bowman. I like Paul Homily. Uh, How to Get Patients to Say Yes is a fantastic book. Productive Dentist Academy, another great one. The main part is get the training and then listen and evaluate. And, and you know, these, these little tiny like cube GoPro cameras that you could, I don't want to say I do this. But you could record your case presentation secretly. Not that I do that. And then you could rewatch these with your team members, with your providers, and you guys could critique them. So just another way that you could. I'm not going to admit to doing that, but we may. So what do you think, Justin? Yeah, I agree. I think it's so important to do everything that you brought up. Uh, man, and you're hitting on all the major stuff. The silence part, I think, is the most impactful. And people, we tell everyone, pause for up to 10 seconds, but nothing more. Okay. I say, resist the urge. And I said, so you just pause and you let the patient think, okay. The next thing that comes at anybody's mouth should be from the patient's mouth. And if they say nothing at all, you don't break the silence by continuing to explain. Don't do that. Like I did that for so long. It's just, it's the worst thing you can do. What you do is you stop and break the silence by saying, 
Do you have any questions about that at all? Mm -hmm. I like the question, what questions do you have? So like, I will stay silent. I will go past 10 seconds. And if I guess if we get to 10 seconds, I just lean closer and I don't blink. And I just keep leaning closer and closer until they're so uncomfortable they speak. <laughs> Stop, Dr. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't do that. But I mean, you, you get the idea. So uh, yeah, it's just like phone training, you know, learn something, train on it and listen and evaluate and get better. I mean, I don't know how any other way to put it. Yeah, 100%. I'm going to make one more recommendation that we started to do, Paul. I created this, we, I call it a calibration system. So what we oh, do yeah. is, and it's basically all these photos, all these x-rays, all these cases, like back to back in different areas. And we will have team members look at them and actually like say, okay, like what's going on here? What do you see? Right? Mm -hmm. Okay, great. That's, that's what you see. Cool. That's what I see too. So everyone's on the same page. So now the team member knows like Dr. E sees decay here and he sees whatever here. I'm not saying they're diagnosing and they're doing the definitive diagnosis. You are. So don't get hung up on that, but you want them to know as much as you do. I mean, you know, like let them do that so they can present a lot of that to patients and talk about it and lay down the groundwork and you can go in for the slam dunk. And so calibrating is important. And then you also have them then explain to the patient. So say, okay, great. We agree with the diagnosis. How would you explain what's going on here to the patient? Wonderful. Awesome. And then the next thing is, you want them to then role play back and forth with you. So you play patient and, you know, let them do it. And it's super awkward, but you know, it's so much more natural with the patient after that. Like if you can get good at doing it in that awkward setting where it's like unnatural, people start spitting stuff out in a, in a more systematic way as time goes on. So definitely do that. Take the time to train and it's going to pay dividends over time. Yeah. And if you do these calibration meetings, we've done these as well. It's nice to have all your hygienists and all your providers in one room looking at the same case and people saying, this is how I would explain this. And you'll hear other people go, oh my gosh, yeah, I really like how you said that. I'm going to start saying it like that. And then some people say some things you go, ooh, I don't, I don't know if I'd say it that way. That sounds kind of harsh. Like I, I had an associate at one time, walked by the room and she goes, well, what's a crown? I've never had one. She goes, well, what we do is we get you numb and then we cut about a millimeter and a half off of each side of the tooth and make it look like a little tooth. And then we cover it with porcelain. And it's just I'll like, take five. <laughs> it's like, sign me up, right? I'm like, I'm like, you know, I heard you say this and I'm not sure. And then she, when I explained it to her, she goes, oh, yeah, you know what? That does sound kind of harsh. But I used to tell people that implants were screws that we put in the bone, you know, and, it's, and now I say it's a man-made root. So it's like I had a consultant tell me that she's like, you know, you said a screw that you put in the bone. Would you want to screw something into your bone? I'm like, no, not really. You only hear it when you get an outside perspective, and it's it's all about getting better. And we can always get better, and I could say uh, I'm still working on getting better, and I still do these things. I have my hygienist. They'll coach me. They'll tell me when I say something that didn't come out clear or sounded not the most pleasant. And it's just about a culture of coachability, and you create that at your practice. If you work on these things, you have these meetings, and you're talking about it. So anything else we want to add, Justin, before we close this one out? I think that's it, man. I think that's super impactful. Like, like definitely what you're saying is if you forget everything we said, remember what Paul just said about actually listening to yourself and getting that third party perspective. Cause he's right. We're all practicing like every day we get better, you know? So definitely do that if nothing else. All right. Send in your questions, info at dentalbusinessmentor.com. And we will talk to you next time. Hey, Dr. Etch here. If you are like most dentists I talk to, you want to grow your practice. We all know that we didn't learn how to run a successful practice while we were in dental school. So 
where do we learn it once we get out into the real world? That's why myself and Dr. Justin Bullard created DentalBusinessMentor.com. If you want to know the tricks, the tips, the tactics that we use in our own practices, DentalBusinessMentor.com is for you. Over 175 videos, not to mention the documents, protocols, and checklists that we use to run our practices. We have modules on phone skills, mindset, reappointment and reactivation, leadership, culture creation, marketing, effective meetings, patient experience, case presentation, KPIs, scheduling, and collections, just to name a few. We will show you how to run the practice of your dreams. So if you are ready to take your practice and your life to the next level, check out dentalbusinessmentor.com and you have nothing to lose. We offer a 30-day money-back guarantee. If you aren't happy, we aren't happy. Go to dentalbusinessmentor.com and take the first step towards learning how to create a practice that helps you live a better life.